Ladies and gentlemen, and everyone in between and beyond, welcome to another episode of Dr. Fix Me. Hello, I am your host, Dr. Elias Fix Me, at your service. And if this is the first time you're listening to the show, welcome. I really appreciate you being here. And for the rest of you fixer-uppers, you know how this intro goes. All I'm trying to do is help this world out one person, one issue at a time. Which is why I have a doctorate in radio and television broadcasting, with a specialization in tabloid talk shows. Now you may wonder, why would anyone study tabloid talk shows? Well, that's because my heroes are the likes of Jerry Springer, Maury Povich, Sally Jesse Raphael, Ricky Lake, Jenny Jones. Uh, who else we got? We got Steve Wilkos, who spun off from uh, Jerry Springer. Uh, we've got a, a, a Montel Williams. We've got a, a Dr. Phil, uh, Phil Donahue, Dr. Oz, uh, uh, Tyra Banks, even Oprah. Because they spent their careers helping people. Each new episode of their show, they would transform the lives of someone new. And I thought to myself, well, hey, why can't I do that? So that's why I developed this podcast, and I, and I have the power of the internet, which allows me access to people all over the world to learn who they are and uh, how I may be able to help them. And on today's show, my producers have uh, brought to me someone named, oh, I hope I'm pronouncing this accurately, uh, uh, Quinnipi Durkin. A am, I, am I pronouncing that right? Uh, my, my producers are just shrugging, but apparently we have uh, Quinnipi on the line, and it says here that Quinnipi Durkin is insulted. Well, I hope to get to the bottom of that and figure out what, uh, why they are so hurt, and hopefully I, I can help soothe their pain and help resolve this issue. So without any further ado, let's bring on our first guest, uh, Quinnipi Durkin, to, to the show. Welcome, Quinnipi Durkin, to Dr. Fix Me. Hello, Dr. Fix Me. Hi, hi, uh, uh, Quinnipi uh, Durkin. Uh, should I address you uh, as Quinn, Quinnipi, uh, or the full title, Quinnipi Durkin? Oh, Doctor, fix me. You can address me however you please. Oh, oh, well, well, thank you. Uh, do you? I don't suppose Hopefully, you have any. Hopefully, in a flirtatious way, I would love it. Oh, oh my goodness. Well, aren't you rather uh, precocious? Uh, uh well, uh, Quinnipi, I, I. I... I'm I'm glad you're on the show. Thank you very much for being here. My producers tell me that you are you're here because you are insulted. Is that true? Oh my God! Yes, Doctor Fix Me. I am insulted. Okay. Uh, I I'm I I didn't know if you wanted to elaborate on uh why you were insulted or how you were insulted. Okay, or... let me go into deep dark details, Doctor. Please, Fix me. You have the floor. I have spent many a decade wandering the world, both north, east, south, and west, very many places. I have experienced many and an adventures, both sexual and eccentrical. I've collected those adventures into a book and written it and I put it together and I put it in my library and they took it out of the library. I'm so very upset. Wait, you, you published a book? It's a memoir. A memoir? Oh, that's fantastic. So, and it sounds like it was uh, detailing your life and you, did you mention sex adventures? Yes, exploits. Oh, sexual Across okay. the planet, I would wander into town like a vagabond, although I may be so debutant as I do. And I would meet those who are in there, women, men, fancy animals of the sort. And we would experience great sexual oh, trysts. And oh, I have wow. written them down in excruciating detail, chapter after chapter. Mm. Wow. And 
I finished it just last month, and I put it in my local library in Springfield, Missouri. And let me tell you something. It wasn't on the shelf for more than 10 minutes before Cynthia at the library removed it, said it was inappropriate for the children. Well, I said that's not fair at all, and I am insulted. Oh, my. Well, first off, uh, congratulations on authoring a book. Is this the first time you've written a book? I've written at least 27 memoirs oh, of my. my entire life. Oh, yes. I, I, could fill, uh, I could fill a fish tank full of all my stories. Just full of all different kinds of fishes. Blowfishes, catfishes, sharkfishes, whalefishes. Well, so sure. Full- okay, I, you've written a lot of books. I understand. 27 memoirs? They're all memoirs? I have lived a long life. Full wow. Ex- explicit sexual experiences. Wow. Uh, could it be, and, and uh, forgive me if I'm being too um, personal here with this question, but I, I, w- with someone who's written so many memoirs, and you say that you've lived such a long life, I, 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 I'm, I, I'm curious to know, how, how old are you? I'm 28. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. That was a, a healthy belch for the listener there. Uh, uh, my goodness. Uh, so uh, you're 28 years old, and you've written 27 memoirs? Uh, yeah, each, for each one year of my life after I turned one, because not much happened other than shitting and peeing during that first year, I must say. Now, I must also say there was less shitting and peeing after that, but it also included a lot of exploitative experiences. Wow, my goodness. So you, you have stories that, that detail your life since the age of two? Yes. Oh my goodness! And 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 it is are you, so. You're saying that for each year of your life, you have a a memoir, or were some uh, years more, um, uh, I guess, uh, adventurous and more um, uh, spectacular that you had multiple books written about the same year? Yeah. Uh, for example, my fourteenth book uh, is entitled March Seventeenth, Two Thousand and Twelve. And I only took a day. That's a whole day, but I filled up an entire book. Wow, one memoir pages. dedicated to one day. Yes. Oh my goodness. I like that. I like that. You know. You know. An artist should be willing to. You know. You know. Experiment not only in their sexual exploits, but in the way in which they express themselves on the page. Wow. Well, uh, Kunipi, so you you've published your you've written your your twenty seventh memoir, and you you said you published this about a month ago, and you you took it yourself to a library. Is that correct, or was? Yeah, I printed it off at Kinkos, and I oh. stapled it together, and then I just walked right up to the library, and I put it in the geography section, and I left. Geography? Why? Why geography? Well, I'll tell you what. I had sex in Iceland, and then I went over to Mongolia, and I had a couple of sexes there. And then I went all the way over to Nigeria, which is surprisingly <laughs> the most interesting place I've ever had sex. And I once had sex on a submarine, which isn't really a place. That's crazy. Well, it is a place, but it seems more more of an intimate. It's like moving. It was- oh, <laughs> I bet it was. So that's wow. not even a country. Do you even know that the water ain't a country? That's crazy. <laughs> Quinnipi, you are a delightful uh, person. I'm I'm very much intrigued by your life. I, I I've got to get a hold of one of these books, but I'm I'm. 
I'm curious to know. Oh, you want you... one of my books? Sure, absolutely. I'll go right to... down to Kinko's right now and print you off like three or four. It'll cost me a pretty penny, but you know what? It's worth it knowing that I'm sharing the linguistic art with other people. It's weird that you would go to uh, Kinko's to print your your memoir when I. Uh, it seems like most authors, when they make a book, they have a, like, a publisher or uh, uh, someone who can. Uh... I know. I know. I, do you have any idea how many publishers kicked me out of their office? They say, Quinn P, this book is trash. I said, Hi now. Hi now. Give it a read. It was like, We couldn't get past the third page. It's unreadable. I said, I read it. Anyway, so I said, for you, is what I said. And I go right over down to Kinko's. And I said, hey, Kinko, want to publish my book? And they're like, you got money? And I go, I got money and sex. And so I make, you know, I can get like three or four books for every second and $2 I give the guy. And it's great. Wow, so it sounds like you've you've taken a very like a grassroots approach to this instead of uh, uh, going through a, an intermediary such as a publisher. You've you've taken it upon yourself to publish. Your, you are self published. You are a self published yeah, author. Self, I self publish. And <laughs> I self publish a lot. <laughs> you you walked into uh, this local library in Springfield, Missouri, to uh, put your your book in the geography section. Was this the first time you've put a book in the library? And, uh, no, I put all my books in libraries. How else okay. am I going to seed my my art? I got to oh, get it out there some way. Okay. And is this uh, is this the first time that your book has been rejected from the library? No, it's not the first oh. time. Okay. They always rejected my book, but that was the straw that broke the camel's back. So to speak. Is it safe I to say? I once had sex with a camel and broke its back too. It's in <laughs> chapter four of my most recent book. That's why Nigeria is so much fun. So you were the straw that broke the camel's back. You, you've wow. Mm. Well, I do weigh about two hundred sixty pounds, but in contrast with what a camel's capable of carrying, it man, it was like a straw. <laughs> wow. Well, Quinnipi, is it safe to say that each and every single one of your books has been rejected from your local library? Yes. Okay, I see. And so, the, and this seems to be the 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 very we- reason why you are insulted. Yes. And you mentioned someone at the library. Was this a, a librarian who re- specifically uh, you you interact with? You, a Cynthia? Yes, Cynthia. Cynthia. She's the head librarian lady. Head she's librarian. Always like, yeah, she's like, quit it, You get your ass out of here. You and your schmut. Your schmut. She calls me schmut. Schmut. She's schmut. Oh, is that uh, her way of saying that your um your your material is is smut? Like pornographic? Yeah, she yes, she says this isn't good for anything but toilet paper. And I said this is this is some hard ply paper. I would never use it on my ass. I think she may I have been metaphorical. I think she may have been trying to to say I don't that. Give was- shits. She treated me like trash. She treated my art like trash. She threw me out. A library. That's the place where you're supposed to learn stuff. <laughs> I've never been so insulted in my entire life. Wow. Okay. Uh, well, uh, Quinnipi, uh, I, I can see you're you're bent out of shape. You're you're upset here. And I, I understand what your problem is. What what solution are you looking for from Doctor Fix Me? How can I help you with this? I I don't know. And frankly, I am I am I am very upset. But also earlier today, I had been eating some French fries, and I had ripped off the ketchup packet and I put it in top of the cap of my soda. And then when I put the soda cap back on, my, 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 
my, my soda, the, the ketchup packet fell into the bottle. Now it's floating around in the soda, and I don't want the soda. And that's what really put me over the top, but mostly it's Cynthia. If you can help me, that would be real great. Oh, uh, this, you have ketchup in your soda? How does that compare to your, 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 your beef with uh, Cynthia? As it it's the ketchup that broke the bottle's butt. That's what I think. Is that a phrase? I don't think I've heard that before. I made it up. I put it in my books. All times. I catchphrase. You catchphrase. Oh, I see. I, I wow. I, I be. I'm I I'm so delighted to have you on my show. I'm so de- again, I'm very delighted to meet you. You seem like such a an interesting and an eccentric person who's lived oh, a life. Oh, do don't fix me. Oh, I'm, I, I, well, I, I don't want uh, you to mistake this. I'm, I'm not uh, hitting on you, but I am intrigued by you. I am you very should. much. Intrigued. You should hit on me, Doctor Fix Me. Do it. <laughs> Cheer me up, Doctor Fix Me. I, I, I appreciate your 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 forwardness, Quinnipi, and, and and I want you to know this is a safe space for you to uh, express your truth. But this is not that kind of show. I'm not. I don't. I'm. I, I don't want to uh, woo all you right, here. Right. I don't feel like that would be professional of me. Uh, but I am okay, here to okay. help you. Uh, hopefully, I can help fix your situation. Uh, and now, my my producers tell me that we do have someone else on the line here. Someone else who can uh, help uh, enlighten uh, the situation here. Because, uh, well, Quinnipi, I want you to know. That there's, you know, there's more than one side to every story, and I want to get uh, uh, someone else's perspective here on the matter. And and I'm not sure if we have Cynthia. I'm not sure if we have uh, someone who is uh, uh, directly related to this matter. But uh, it looks like we do have uh, someone. Oh, we. Oh, it looks like we do have. Uh, I have someone here named Cynthia Seymour Sprinklin. Oh, this is excellent. I think this may be uh, the Cynthia that we've been uh, discussing. Uh, is is this? Uh, is this she? Is this they? My my producer again, just shrugging. They they say they've connected me with someone, but the, uh, we're gonna f- see. Uh, we're gonna find out how effective my producers are. So without with that said, let's find our. Uh, let's. Let, I'm sorry. Let me take that again. Let us meet our second guest of the show. Please welcome Cynthia Seymour Sprinklin to Doctor Fix Me. That thank you, Doctor Fix Mix. Thank you for having me today. Hi hi, welcome Cynthia, and and it's it's Doctor Fix Me. W- welcome to the show. Of course, thank you, thank you, thank you. So, uh, Cynthia, I uh, before we get started, I I, I got to ask: are, are you aware of Doctor Fix Me? Do you know what the show is all about? I don't know much about any of these things. That I, my grandson actually had to hook this up for me. Were you? Oh, I his, see. Uh, his uh, his his iPhone. It's what it's what is it? It's it's an Android. It look. I thought it was an iPhone. My grandson is sitting right here next to me, and he's guiding me through this whole thing. Well, Grandma, Cynthia, thank you very much. For... Me. Come on, stop it. Oh, stop. I just I love talking about you. Okay, Jason. Okay. okay oh, Jason. Cynthia, your 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 grandson seems uh, to be very helpful. I'm glad that you have him by your side, and, and I'm delighted to have you on the show. So, uh, Doctor Fix Me is all about uh, fixing people and their issues. And the reason you're here with us, Cynthia, is because I don't know if you can tell uh, here on Zoom. I don't know if you can see on your screen there, but we have uh, Quinnipy Durkin here with us. Are, are you familiar with with Quinnipy? What What is a Quinnipy? Is it is uh, it a type of mole rat? Well, uh, you know what, Quinnipi, I cede the floor to you. Why don't you go ahead and address Cynthia? I am not a rat. Oh, my God, Jason. That is so loud. Jason, can you turn the volume down? Jason gave me his headphones that I got him for Christmas last year. Thank you, baby. I'm sorry, Doc Fix Me. I'm not a rat. I am a beauty is what I am. 
Cynthia. Cynthia, do you You You're a rat, Cynthia. You and your rat uh, eyes and your rat tail and your uh, little rat titties. I know it. Uh please. She's uh, got rat titties. Quinnipy, I don't think this is fair to 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 uh, Sorry, call, I got call people names. I was insulted. I apologize. Yeah, t- Chase, take them, a moment Jason, to breathe. put your earmuffs earmuffs, okay, sweetie. I'm about to talk about my titties. Well, okay. uh, Cynthia, please. Uh, uh, they are, are not titties. titties. If anything, they <laughs> are like titties. they are like prized poodle titties. Okay, so don't oh. you go down that road. Okay, all right. I remember you, Quinnipy. I remember you. Oh, you do. Oh yeah, of course I do. Well, well, Cynthia, please. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm, so I'm, I'm here to to advocate on Quinnipy's behalf. He's, he, he's come to the show because oh, he's you're insulted. Quinnipy's side. No, 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 no. I, I want to understand what, what's going on here. Can you uh, enlighten me to uh, what's your relationship with Quinnipy? Well, how do you know Quinnipy? I don't really know Quinnipy all that much, but I'm very familiar with his reading material. Jason, keep your earmuffs on, okay? I might I need you, but you, you put... can't hear any of this. I couldn't help but notice you put reading material in quotations there. Uh, oh. So it sounds like you're... you. W- you what's your seen... take on uh, these memoirs that Quinnipi has written? Have you not seen these memoirs? I have not seen them, but he's promised to to send them to me uh, once he prints maybe, them from maybe, Kinko's. Maybe you should take a look at the memoirs and you'll see what I'm talking about. Well, what have you, uh, tell me about your experience. Have you read the memoirs? What, what, what do you gather They're from They're not all my this? cup of tea, darling, but let me tell you this. Old man Johnson pulled out his you-know-whats and had a good old time in the geography section all two and a half hours. I timed it. I timed Wait, it. S- someone read uh, Quinnipi's book and pleasured read, themselves to it? Read? No, there wasn't much reading, darling. Oh, what do you mean? Oh, well, I mean, it's what I mean. What, I, what do you mean? But, uh, You're a I guess man, the point aren't of, what you? A, you yes, have a dingus, I, right? I do Jason, have, keep a, your earmuffs on! A, did you just call a, a, it a dingus? Yeah, um, I got the boa here, okay? Oh, I, I, I see. Say, I, I can't say the Ear, P Earmuffs, word. Jason. So, so Cynthia, it's, you can't say penis? It's, He's only 12 years old. Well, penis is a scientific word. It's I'm not going to say that word in front the, of Jason. Okay. Uh, that's that's fine, Cynthia. So it, it, it's, uh, it sounds like from what you're saying that someone uh, found Quinnipi's book, opened it up, and pleasured themselves to the material inside. Oh, many of them. Mo- Many of them. Many people have have pleasured themselves to Quinnipi's book. Oh my God! Just a bunch of old wrinkly men because we're right next to a retirement community called Del Boca oh. Vista Gardens. Del Boca Vista Gardens. Yeah. Yes. Oh wow! In and, Springfield, and, Missouri. It's in Springfield, nice. Missouri. It's very Del nice. Boca but v- that's where all the retired old men go after they lose their wives. They go. They to- are gentlemen. They, they are gentle. They are gentle, but when they're not, they they, you know what they're not gentle with? They're dinguses? Library carpets. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. Well, uh, Cynthia, so it sounds like, uh, I mean, could it be? This sounds like this is good news. It sounds like you do have a fan base. You do have a, a readership, as it were, and they, they, that their people are are um, having a, uh, how, uh, I don't know if I should what best way to put this, but it sounds like they're having a visceral I'm reaction. I'm being clock-blocked is what I'm being. That's what you want to say? Just say it. No, not that per se, but it sounds like people are having Cynthia a reaction. Like a Springfield. That's people are having need. a visceral reaction, a visceral response to your books, and I think that's good news. I think that, you know, th- th- there there's a silver lining to this, uh, Quinnipi. People are reacting to your books, so I think that that uh, perhaps you there is a market for your books, but maybe the library isn't the place for it. 
No, it's not. I mean, it's I'm... for children and for families who want to come together and have do a story time with a, with a half-drunken college student who's just getting, you know, his his volunteer hours dressed as a cat in the hat, reading wow. Cat in the Hat Strikes Again, which is not a real Dr. Seuss book. But that's oh, what we isn't. do here, damn it, at the Del Boca Vista Library in Springfield, Missouri. Now, I couldn't help but notice you said damn it. So you're afraid to say penis in front of Jason, your grandson, but you can say damn it freely? <gasps> How dare you? Oh, I mean, I'm just can, curious. We live in Missouri. We can say damn it as much as we want. We can chop off the head of a chicken and say cock-a-doodle-doo, but we are not going to say the P word in front of a 12-year-old boy. That's not okay. Him. I understand. That's I, true. I, we don't say it in front of a 12-year-old boy. What do you think we are? Some kind of thick perverts you're the pervert well, queen of p i don't understand your changing character you got a poodle titty poodle titty get out of here i'm proud of my okay okay titty. everyone needs to calm down we all need to calm down here uh, uh but uh, cynthia I'm, I'm curious to know how uh how is it that you uh found quinnipi's latest memoir in in the geography section do you do you see him put it in the section or do you just wait until you see someone appear and start uh pleasuring themselves in the in the uh library before you realize oh there's you another know what i see book. him doing sometimes when we catch him putting his book back he comes back in every half hour with a few pages and sneaks 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 them inside the nigerian geography books just oh. to, just because he, he thinks we he, don't notice but we do he hides his books in other books in other books that's a oh plagiarism. That's a form of plagiarism. That, that is called crossover, is what that is. Now, I'm curious crossover to know... plagiarism, if I've ever heard What's of that? such a thing. Cameo. That's what it is. Well, I'm not letting it happen in my libraries. I, I want to take issue with the this uh, the section of the library that you choose, Quinnipi. Why do you choose the geography section and not say the autobiography section? This is that, that's the perfect place for you to put your the the stories about your life that you have written. That's an autobiography. Why not put it there? Look, I have very carefully considered the uh, topics of every single one of the books that I write, my memoirs. And each one is very specific to certain things. For example, geography. I once fucked an accountant for, for two years, so I put it in the uh, 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 mathematics for dummies section. It was perfect. And, and it actually helped people uh, do their taxes. Are you sure of that? Are you sure that your oh. your uh, sexual exploitative uh, uh, stories help someone do their taxes? Absolutely. How do you know Not that for sure? my mind. <laughs> for the listener, Quinnipi seems a bit flummoxed. I feel like I've caught Quinnipi off guard here. But uh, That's usually so, what happens, Dr. Fix. Ta ta Oh, now my you're going tax, to Okay, fine. Man, my tax account had an increase of like 30 people one time. And he was like, it's all because of you, Quinnipi. Oh, your tax person uh, uh, credited you for their increase in business? Yes. Oh, okay. All right. Because well, I, think... I was writing about him, then they were, a lot of it oh. was just him talk. He likes to talk during sex. He's like, we got to make sure that this subdivision uh, uh, is requested off of your tax deduction, and and that's dirty. You talk dirty to me, and 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 I put a lot of that in there. And some of people they'll be like working on their tax documents, and they're like, "Oh, I was so bored," but then I got to that part, and I got uh, excited, and man, I got all my taxes done early. Quimpy, you saved me so much money. And I was like, "I oh, know." 
Oh my goodness. Okay, I got something to admit. I got something to admit. I got a little curious at the book, and that, that part of the book did help me with my tax season of 2020. Oh, okay. Dude, well, hey, how about that, Quinnipi? Like Cynthia here has, has benefited from your this. literature. I do hate admitting it. I think Thank that. You, I, Cynthia. I, yeah, shut, oh, shut up, that's Quinnipi. a sweet moment. Cynthia, what did you just say? I said, shut up, Quinnipi. I don't well, like well, you. You just admitted that Quinnipi had an effect on you, and and, and I don't think Quinnipi was. I think Quinnipi was being very respectful by thinking you. Know? I, I think, think Quinnipi was, was to... being a snoot. That's what I think. A snoot. Well, That's you'd a... be right, Cynthia. Oh, being think... a little snoot. Okay, I'm I'm unfamiliar with these uh, these uh, southern aphorisms, but uh, uh, you don't know I'm, what a I'm... snoot is. I do not know. You what don't a snoot know is. what a snoot is. No, can Good you please man. help me out? Can you give me an example of a snoot? God, old dang mighty. Could someone give me an example of what a snoot is? Quinnipi, you're the writer. Go for it. All right, a snoot. Noun. One. Informal. A person's nose. A remark that might warrant a good smack in the snoot. That's right. <laughs> oh, two. Right in the snoot. Informal. A person who shows contempt for those considered to be lower class. The snoots complain that the paper has lowered its standards. <laughs> snoot. Wow, that was way more effective than I expected, Quinnipi. Thank you very much. Wow, what an articulate <laughs> definition of snoot. Well, I think we've come to the part of the show where we need to take a pause to reflect on how we feel each how we feel about each other. Because Quinnipi, how we do what now? Feel each other feel... up? Is that what you're going no, to say? No, 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 no. I misspoke. You dirty, it... dirty hippie. No, what? No. Uh, so, I see Cynthia, your please. <laughs> oh, just please take a take a moment to breathe to reflect on what we've said about each other and i feel like we have more in common than we realize it seems like cynthia you 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 did admit that you you've benefited from uh what quinnipi has written i feel like it's helped you uh financially so i think there's I there's some merit to what quinnipi writes but uh i think right some, now we need to take a pause all, just some no. Uh, still still nevertheless we still we need to take a pause uh to uh to hear a word from our sponsor because after all, this is showbiz, and this sh uh, and the business part of this show is hearing a live read of one of our local sponsors, uh, be they uh, local or global. And uh, uh, today's sponsor, uh, selling a product or service or both, looks like we have. Um, uh, is this is this true? My 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 producers are 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 nodding in agreement very eagerly. Apparently, I don't know if this is a trick name, a a prank on me, or if it's uh, sincere. But it looks like we have. Boobs McGee. Uh, welcome, Boobs McGee, to Dr. Fix Me. Thank you so much for having me, Dr. Fix Me. And by the way, my first name is actually pronounced Barbara. Oh, but I couldn't help but notice it's spelled B-O-O-B-S. Am I supposed to pronounce that as Barbara? That's right. And that's right. B-O-O-B-S. Barbara. Oh, okay. I uh, know. I understand that Barbara a lot of times will, uh, will take on the nickname of Babs, but uh, that's not at all the case here. No, it's phonetic. Oh, well, phonetic is that? I don't know if that's true. I mean, that, that's fine. Neither here nor there. So, Barbara McGee, welcome to the show. Tell us what service or product do you have to uh, sell to our listeners? Well, Doctor Fix Me, I am super excited to tell your listeners about our new line of educational literature. It's available uh, very exclusively to those who can read. It will include authors such as Nietzsche and uh, Immanuel Kant and um, Dostoevsky. 
Um, I believe there is going to be some Shakespeare for those interested in classical wares. And uh, for those who like a more modern uh, touch, we do have that chick that wrote Twilight. Oh, okay. You don't have the author's name uh, on, on hand? Okay, I don't... It It's Stephanie Meyer. I just don't like talking about her. Oh, I see. Oh, wow. Okay, well, it's, it's clear how you feel about the author of Twilight. So, uh, Barbara, uh, what is... The, you said this uh, educational literature is specifically for people who can read, uh, which exactly. I think that that makes sense. Uh, and uh, what what to what can people learn from this literature? Is this like a cliff notes of, of famous authors or oh, no, or no, Doctor FX may no cliffs notes. It's complete and unabridged. It comes as a subscription service, so it comes to your house every single day for the next year. And you get a new tome to deep dive into so that you can broaden your horizons and learn more about who you are and about humanity in general. And it's just generally speaking, a very worthwhile experience, in my opinion. <laughs> wow. And you said that you, you get a new book every day? Don't you see? Yes. That, doesn't that seem like a bit... Um, that seems like a, a, a bit aggressive or a bit much. I don't know anyone who can, who's got time to read well, an entire not tome everybody, a day. Not everybody can read um, a 500-page book in a day, but those people are sad. And oh. we just try to ignore that, that everyone has their shortcomings. But perhaps by having a book every single day delivered uh, via a brick through your window will help you to gain some of that ability i don't know I... i'm sorry did you say a brick through the window that's how it's delivered it's not like placed in an envelope or, or, or put in your mailbox or, oh, no. or left oh, at your door oh, like it's... an amazon package oh no 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 it, it's in an envelope okay but it's well, also well... attached to a brick that's thrown through your windows every day it's thrown to your through your window i mean uh, uh I know what you're thinking. Eventually, we're going to run out of windows to throw them through. But we have totally thought of that. And oh, you occasionally, have. you might receive a book through the chimney, um, a crawl space. We sometimes will hide them down there. Uh, I have been known to enter through a cellar door as well as through varying ductwork. Oh. We also you said that you are known to what, come through a cellar door? Uh, yes, I'm the one personally delivering all of these. Books. Oh, wow. Yes. No, we also sure. why, have a why not just do the traditional way of putting it in front of the door? Why do you have to be so invasive by breaking a window or, or dropping it through a chimney? chimney? That, just, that seems like such a, 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 an untraditional way. Uh, like how, how are... are Knowledge like for, is untraditional, for example, I would expect Dr. That. Fix Me. Knowledge does not come easily, okay? You know, to really and truly gain enlightenment and knowledge and wisdom, you have to sacrifice. And if that means a few windows, then I say... <sighs> Well, I agree that you can never underestimate the value of learning. I think that's very much important. Uh, it's it's an underrated um, uh, skill set in in the world. And excuse me, and pardon me. You sound um, you you seem to uh, 
like besmirch people who can't read 500 pages a day. I myself, uh, I'm a doctor and I can't read 500 pages of, uh, uh, a day. I think that's a bit much. Uh, but I'm curious to know if, if that seems so um, trivial for you, uh, Barbara McGee, how, how many pages do you read uh, per day on average? Oh, I don't read books. Oh, you, you sell liter- uh, educational literature, but you don't, you don't read anything that you sell? Uh, no, no. I oh, actually am more inclined to read um, pamphlets and occasionally oh. comment sections on uh, oh. on bloggers who do makeup tutorials and stuff. I see. Well, it, it, that seems a bit unfair, don't you think, that you're, uh, you're uh, discrediting people who don't read that much and yet you yourself don't read that much? I don't follow... Well, you're placing a high value on education. You're saying, you know, uh, education, you know, it's it's worth sacrificing a broken window or a busted up chimney, any way that you can get the uh, the story or the, the literature through into the home. But it sounds like you yourself aren't willing. Uh, don't you see, think it's a bit hypocritical that you can't commit to the demands that you're making of your clients? I'm still really unclear about what your point is, Dr. Fix Me. I'm uh, trying yeah, that's all right, Barbara. to help I, I... people, okay? I'm trying to help people be better people, okay? And, and that's I an admirable really quality, right? Negativity. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I don't mean to be negative, Barbara. I feel like the, the, the reason, the purpose for all these questions is that the more I learn about you is the more, it, it, I feel like the more... Uh, you the, can't the, know me, not Dr. So much... Fix Me. I am an enigma. Oh, okay. Uh, for someone who reads pamphlets and comment sections, I'm, I'm glad you know the word enigma. Uh, it, but it seems like uh, the reason I'm doing this, uh, let me take this back. The reason I'm asking you all these questions is that uh, I'm asking on the behalf of the listener. If In case the listeners are interested in what you're selling, the more they know about it, the more inclined they might be to purchase it. And while we're on the subject of purchase, you said this was a subscription. Uh, how much uh, is a subscription fee if anyone wants to uh, enlist in this uh, lit- educational literature? I have several packages. The most popular, of course, for one book every day thrown through a window or other opening in your home is a mere $500. And it $500 a month? A day. And it comes A day? With what? Books don't even cost that much. Why would you? Why, why, I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I got to stop you there, Barbara. It's the service being provided in addition. You're not just getting Dostoevsky. You're getting Dostoevsky crammed in the, the vent pipe of your AC unit. I don't see why you're not understanding the value here. <laughs> Well, it seems like it would be more cost effective to go out and purchase a book on your own and bring it back without having to damage your home. Don't you see like you're you're actually giving them uh you're you're breaking their window so they have to pay for the repairs and then you're ostensibly breaking it again the very next day. I feel like you're you're doing more harm than good, Barbara. I, I got to take issue with this. I don't think this is a a a it's cost prohibitive. This is way too expensive and and you're damaging people's homes. I don't think this is a I mean, I appreciate you being a sponsor of this episode, but I don't think this is a good product or service. Well, you're certainly entitled to your opinion, Dr. Fix Me, but I do believe, and based on my customer reviews, that I am providing a really, really, really important service to the people of my community. And I'm just going to tell you, like, those squirrels don't train themselves, okay? There's, Squirrels. There's, I thought you said you delivered this personally. 
I also have a team of highly trained squirrels that assist in oh. delivering. Oh, I can't fit okay. into every nook and cranny, Doctor Fix Me. I mean, let's be let's not be um, ridiculous here. I, uh, I have okay. squirrels the, the, for that. Far, yeah, far be it from me for to, to be ridiculous. Uh, Barbara McGee, you uh, uh, you well, I no, I've lost my train of thought here. Uh, you you uh, you should probably gracious, you, read you've, more you've books me. because that will help with the synapses and so forth and the neurons within your brains. And you are right. It, I, I, it will make you a better person. I promise you. I do agree that I should read more, but I don't think I should. I, I I require your service in order to read more. In fact, I could just simply just go to a library and read any book I want for free. That, that's what oh, libraries are for. You don't want to go to libraries because they're filthy, filthy I don't? places. Oh, have I, you seen their um, carpets? They're just. Uh, I guess it's it's been a while since I've been inside a library. Um, well, it's oh, usually oh, you know a what? lot of old uh, men Barbara. reading smutty books and then coming all over the carpet. Oh my goodness! That's okay. Uh, wow. Uh, you know that, that that seems to be uh, an ongoing theme here in this episode. But uh, Barbara, you you mentioned that there were reviews on your website, and I think I do want to help you out w- with your sponsorship. And I and I feel like nothing helps sell uh, products quite like a, a, t- a customer testimony. Uh, so it, uh, it, do you have any uh, reviews on hand that you could read uh, describing your services? Anything that's like a four or five star rating that lets people know how effective your your service is? Of course I do. Here is one from my subscriber at blipbidabapbap at Instagram. And he says that, and I'm quoting, okay. My life was a dreary, dull place until Barbara McGee lobbed the unbearable lightness of being at my head through an open window. Period. Unquote. So you see, I mean, not not many people can appreciate Milan Kundera as it flies through their windows. Wow. Wow. Oh, you know what? It looks like we are about to run out of our uh, Zoom time here. I would hate for us to be kicked off. So, uh, well, you know what? I want to continue with our sponsor and we'll be right back after this. And we're back on a Doctor Fix Me, continuing my conversation with our sponsor today. We have uh, Barbara McGee selling uh, educational literature. Uh, Barbara McGee, is, is there a? Um, I, I guess the the thing I I, I I may have overlooked is there a name for your service? Is there a, a company? Is this a brand name, or is it simply uh, Barbara McGee's books? What's the name of the uh, service here? It's uh, it's actually uh, under uh, Barbara McGee. Mm-hmm. Books through your Spelled window. Spelled B O O B S. Correct, of course. Like it's yeah, like it sounds. B O O B S McGee. Books through your window. Dot com. So Barbara McGee books through your window. Dot com. Yes. Oh, fantastic! So uh, through uh, your website, people can uh, subscribe to your service. Is is your website the best way to reach you? That and Carrier Pigeon. Carrier pigeon. Oh, I'm I'm unfamiliar with that uh, way of communicating. It seems like a bit uh, uh, outdated or antiquated. I mean, I suppose if you know you are feeling very impersonal, you can go through my website. That's fine. But if you are truly dedicated to this process, and it is a process, Doctor Fix Me, then you will invest in the carrier pigeon. Oh, uh, how much of your business is done through Carrier Pigeon? About 95%. 
Oh my goodness! Wow, I I didn't realize how effective carrier pigeons were. You know, I may have to reconsider that. I thought the internet was the fastest and most World effective way. They helped us win World War II, Doctor Fix Me. Okay, pigeon carrier pigeons are oh. heroes. Okay. They're heroes. Wow, I, I I didn't know that. I guess I need to read up on. Uh, I need to read some of your educational literature to learn the history of uh, uh, carrier pigeons have, in World War II. I do have an excellent book that is about the history of carrier pigeons in World War II. It also examines the use of uh, cats as tracking devices and uh, bats as bombs. Bats as bombs as yes. explosive devices. Yes, oh because there are a lot of bats in Japan, and so they would attach bombs to the bats that would then fly into the rafters of the Japanese pagodas. They would then explode, blowing up said pagoda. Oh, and you, so, so it sounds like what you're saying, the, the Americans' uh, forces would uh, weaponize the bats against the Japanese? That's correct. Wow, there's so much about World War II I didn't realize. Well, you know what, uh, Barbara McGee, I I discredit you at the start of this, and I and I apologize because now I'm realizing there's so much more I need to learn from your educational literature. Uh, you said that the one of your and subs- that is, go ahead. I was just gonna say that that is exactly the point I'm making because there is so much to learn about our world out there and if you're not taking advantage of every opportunity to be a lifelong learner then you are frankly just wasting your life wow harsh words uh, and bold words from our sponsor barbara mcgee now uh you mentioned that you had a a, a, it sounded like you had a multiple tiers of your subscription service the the one was five hundred dollars a day to get a book a day uh, through the window. Uh, are there any other tiers yes. of your service? There is also our platinum tier, and that requires mm. your firstborn child to be presented every single lunar cycle. And for that, you get not only a book a day through a window or vent or other opening in your house, but you will also get me mooning your house every day that I deliver. Um, d- wait, hold on. There's a lot to unpack there. You said uh, the, a firstborn child, does that needs that needs to be offered to you like like a sacrifice or a, an adoption? I'm what not are you killing about babies, Dr. FX Bay. I'm selling them. Oh, but yes, oh my you have goodness. to present me with your firstborn child. And in and in return, you'll simply do the normal five hundred dollar a day subscription service offering a book, but in addition to that, you will moon the your clients that's correct oh my every goodness. day upon you delivery know, this is a very uh, uh, unusual approach to to uh, the delivery of books and knowledge but i i, I got to commend you i was i was very um uh, forgive my my ignorance at first i feel like i was being uh, a bit um uh, uh cruel in 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 a judgment yes you are right judgmental and i and i and i feel like i i've I've uh, learned a lot from this conversation, but I'm, I'm, I'm curious. So I want to bring in one of our guests, uh, Quinnipi. Do, do you think that maybe there might be an alternative uh, venue for your uh, literature? If, if maybe the libraries don't work out, maybe, maybe Barbara McGee might be able to help facilitate the, the, the proliferation of your uh, memoirs. Oh, I'm sorry. I think we're having a bit of an audio issue. You may have to uh, click mute on one of the, uh, the services there. On Zoom there. I just want to say, I'll be honest. I'll be real honest. Barbara, you mind if I sign up Cynthia for your service? Oh, I'm you... willing to 
Q. I'm willing to sign up for at least three weeks of bat bombs being yeah. thrown in the library and Cynthia's home for all the shit she put me through. And honestly, I think that's the best way you need to go with your service, hon. I mean, yeah. I buy things for myself, oh. but I like to give things to others. That's how I feel. You filthy rat doodle. How dare you besperch my name with such slanderous oh, advertisements. I've got at least... Thirteen thousand dollars in two weeks of books, bats, bombs, and pussycats coming your way. Well, I got well, some of Jason's uh, savings bonds I can cash in, and I can hire me uh, some troublemakers to make your life a living hell. Whoa, 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 whoa! Calm down, calm down. But uh, Quinnipy, it sounds like you are you willing to to pay a subscription fee to so that uh, Barbara McGee can offer books to uh, uh, Miss Cynthia Seymour Sprinklin? Sprinkling. Sprinkling. But Sprinkling. I will pay an extra service if she uses the bat bombs. Oh, uh, mm. is that a possibility, uh, Miss McGee? Oh, I don't actually make the bat bombs. I just uh, I just provide the books that talk about the bat bombs. However, I can oh, also I make see. those books explode. You can make your books uh, explode? I buy at least three or four days of that with an additional two of giant books. Smutty, smutty, smutty books. I will not throw allow. Through the windows of Cynthia's home and place well, of work. That's I how will, I feel. I will not allow pyrotechnical <laughs> literature in my library. Well, Cynthia, I, I I agree. I don't think that we should have bombs or, or explosive books going off in the library. I feel like that would be far too destructive, uh, and 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 I, I don't think that would make the library a safe place anymore. But Quinnipi, I feel like you're you're misusing an opportunity here. I feel like you're you. I, I'm trying to get you to to see the um. The, there's a golden opportunity here for you to sell your your books through Barbara McGee, but instead you just want to weaponize her uh her services against the your local librarian, uh, Cynthia here. That is correct. Well, this sounds. A you explained less... it perfectly. I think. I. I. I'm, I think that's a great idea. You see what we're dealing with here, Doctor Fix. Well, all right. Well, it's Doctor Fix me. But I. I. I'll, I. I want to get back to our sponsor here. We do have our, our sponsor has paid for this time, and I. And I. I want to just conclude this. Uh, this segment here. So, uh, Barbara, if anyone wants to get a hold of you, they just need to go to Barbara McGee's uh, Educational Literature dot com. It's Barbara McGee's. Books through your window.com. Oh, books through your window. Sorry, thank you. Yes. Books Jason, don't write down that address. Put that put that pencil down. Don't you write that down. Don't you write that down. And or again, you have a, a, a pigeons are also accepted. There's five hundred dollars a day for the basic for the baseline service where you get a, a, a one book a day through your window or some other way invasively through your house, be it through a chimney or a vent uh, and uh, or a cellar. And you uh, one tier up is the firstborn uh, child uh, offered, so that you can then resell the child uh, and that then, or addition- use them in my unspeakable army of evil. Unspeakable army of evil. What is that? It's pretty much exactly what it sounds like, Dr. Fix me. Is it like Q folks, like QAnons? Okay, it's not quite that evil. Oh, oh I see. Not as evil as QAnons. Okay. No, that's... Uh, well, uh, you know what? I, I, 
Uh, wow, this is uh, this is a lot. Well, thank you very much, Barbara McGee, for being here. Is there anything like you, um, any parting words you'd like to uh, leave with our, our listeners? Any? Uh, I don't suppose that 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 you have a, a I don't say a slogan of your services or maybe a catchphrase or anything like that that would help be a, serve as an earworm so people can remember to use utilize uh, your service. Well, I do have um, I do have a slogan for my business, uh, Barbara McGee's books through your window. Read this. Read this fucking book. Thank you very much, Barbara McGee. Oh, you know what? I forgot to ask. You know, as a favor for my listeners, I like to ask our sponsor if there's any possibility for perhaps a Dr. Fix Me discount for any of our listeners. I understand that there's the $500 a day base pay. There's the offer of the firstborn child. But is there any way that you could reduce the price for my listeners to, to encourage them to, to do your service and read the fucking book? Absolutely. I am very happy to offer the Dr. Fix Me discount. If you send me a monkey, then you can have a year's subscription for free. Just use oh. code Dr. Fix Me. Here's a monkey. <laughs> code Dr. Fix Me. Here's a monkey. And if they offer you a monkey, they get your entire your service for a year free? That's, That's right. That seems a lot more uh, cost effective than the $500 a day or even the firstborn child. You absolutely do not understand how expensive monkeys are. I, I guess Barbara, I don't. Barbara, may I ask you something? Does that monkey need to be alive or dead? Uh, uh, wait, what? Kind of question. You know what? I would, I would take a shot. I know a lot of dead monkeys. How do you know a bunch I of I am willing monkeys? to take a Schrodinger approach, and if you want to provide that monkey in a box, dead or alive, I am willing to accept that. Thank you. You're willing to accept a monkey dead or alive? If I see one dead monkey in my library, I will. I will, ch I will cash that bond. Oh, strong words from Cynthia. I don't. Oh no! Oh no! Oh. You, oh, you're gonna cash your child's burned. I don't give a shit. I get to run a month. Child, he's it. my firstborn grandchild, not my son, but my grandchild. Quinnipi is feigning fear, feigning uh, uh, being threatened here, but I, I can tell that he's uh, he's unfazed by this uh, threat from Cynthia. Wow, oh, I, I, I thought I that we were gonna... babies. Oh, no. I protect them. Oh no! There was I a moment there we, we if I have to hire had... some hooligans to do some rough housings, I will. Oh my goodness! I feel like it's I want I want this on the record. I know most of the hooligans in Springfield, and they are sweet on me. Um, I would Quinnipi, like to Cynthia, is... extend an oh, offer go ahead. to Cynthia. Go ahead, Barbara. Um, I do have my unspeakable army of evil and I am very willing to hire them out if you are in need of services for evil. Unspeakable doing. army of evil. I don't know whether if I should take this seriously or not. Maybe. Give me a card. Do you have a card? I believe I have made my contact information perfectly clear. Barbara McGee. Well, I don't respond without cards. I need a good card. I, got well, I, I think Cynthia lives a, an analog lifestyle. I don't know if she knows how to navigate, but perhaps your grandson Jason could help you navigate oh, the website. Right. Jason, uh, did you write down that? Did you write down you that can... address, Jason? It, 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 Barbara I McGee really spelled B O O B S McGee yes. uh, books through your window .com. Exactly. Or I mean, I really don't quite know what might be more analog than a carrier pigeon, apart from maybe oh, pony. Correct. Express. Yes. 
Perhaps uh, Cynthia might be aware of that, but I think Cynthia has left to go communicate with her her grandson Jason. But you know what? Uh, wow. Uh, with that I, damn I, I, boy. I, okay. All right. I, I, I feel like I'm, I'm at a loss here, uh, Cynthia, Miss Sprinklin, uh, Mr. Durkin. Sprinklin. I, 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 I think I said Sprinklin. Didn't I say Sprinklin? What did now I say? You did. Now you did. You said Sprinklin. Oh. Yeah, Sprinklin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sprinklin. R- rhymes with Franklin, right? Sprinklin. Yes. Okay. okay. So Cynthia Quinnipy, I I'm at a loss here. I'm I'm willing to admit that I'm uh, out of my uh, wheelhouse here. This is outside my bailiwick. I'm in unfamiliar territory. I don't know how to fix your situation, but I don't want you to lose hope, because Quinnipy, I want to let you know that listening this entire time has been someone who's uh, has a, an expertise in a field that is more specific than what I can offer, and hopefully they can offer you better advice than what I can. So without any further ado, I want to welcome this episode's uh, expert. Looks like we have Hap Bamplin, First Amendment attorney. Welcome, Hap Bamplin, to Dr. Fix Me. Uh, yes, thank you very much, uh, Dr. Fix Me. Um, so, I'm from yeah. the, uh, the ACLU. Oh, the ACLU, okay. Yes, and... Uh, uh, we did is that the we, American Civil Liberties Union? The, the very same. Thank you. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> uh, did, we did what we call an audit of Mr. Uh, Durkin's work. And we, we, we tried to represent him, but we see that it actually violates uh, every single, um, say, caveat <laughs> or exception to the First Amendment. So there's uh, oh. various obscenities. There's, there's uh, libel and slander. There wow. is treason. Treason in treason. his literature? Uh, one chapter is simply yelling fire in a crowded theater. Oh my goodness. That's the name of the chapter and what the chapter is about? Yes, it's... And that's, I mean, that's just the literature itself. The uh, What it's printed on is actually uh, printed on uh, paper made of uh, asbestos fibers. Oh my goodness! Well, I don't know if that's if that can be accredited to Quinnipi because he he says that he uses the service from FedEx Kinkos. Maybe Kinkos uses a a sub par uh, paper covered in asbestos. Well, that's I mean yeah, that's that's Kinkos. I, I much I can say about that. Uh, oh my goodness! The ink is also strontium ninety, so I don't know if that's Kinkos' fault as well. The ink is what strontium ninety? What's strontium ninety? It's like a it's it's not good for you. Oh, okay. I, I think the ninety say... is how many uh, <laughs> radiations it. I, I'm I'm an attorney. How many radiations it has? How it many has radiations, radiations it has? It has ninety radiations. <laughs> so, well, Mr. Bamblin, uh, okay, we understand your expertise. You're a First Amendment attorney. It sounds like you've you reviewed all of the the literature, uh, all twenty seven, uh, believe here, yeah, twenty seven memoirs of uh, Quinnipi Durkin. What advice do you have for our guests? I'd be like each individual, or or at least uh, Quinnipi here. Quinnipi is my first guest. That they are the reason we have this episode. They're the person I'm trying to fix. What advice do you have for them? Well, I mean, there's always the uh, the, the loophole of uh, publishing in it international waters. Oh, would that but, be advantageous to Quinnipi? Well, the disadvantage would be is that you know people could only read it in international waters. Oh, so it'd have to be on some kind of like literary boats. Which some oh. people have done. Okay. Uh, Lawrence Ferlinghetti did that. Lawrence Ferlinghetti did that? Lawrence Ferlinghetti did that. Oh. Um, I'm unaware of that. Two Live Crew had a had a boat. <laughs> the hip-hop group Two Live Crew? Two Live had Crew a... had a boat. 
Uh, had a literary ship in international waters? Yes. That wow. was more of an oral history, but, uh, you know. Oh, an oral history. I, okay. hip-hop, that just, hip-hop that just sounds more like culture. a concert that took place on a boat. Am I, am I, am I inaccurate Never, in that? Here's a, here's a word of advice, free advice. Never try to argue semantics with a lawyer. Oh, you, touche. It's, it's embarrassing for you. It's... <laughs> my apologies uh again this is this is your bailiwick this is your wheelhouse i i cede the floor to you if you have advice for any of our guests or maybe for me anyone at all it seems like uh, quinnipie might be best served uh, uh using um uh alternative means to publish his memoirs well quinnipie i would just say you know use better material um than kinko's asbestos asbestos and, and uh, strontium 90 strontium 90 and i guess i uh, commit less treason yeah, let's talk about that treason. What, what, what kind of treason can uh, an author commit through literature? I don't uh, understand. How me, is that possible? Let me, let me get to a page. Oh, you have it on hand? Why do you yeah. have... But, but it's covered in asbestos. Why is that with you? <laughs> Isn't that hazardous to your health? Well, I'm... I'm in a... You can't... The audience can't you, see this. I'm in a... Are you, tell, I'm in, are you telling me? Are you telling me there's asbestos in my lobbers? Oh, Definitely. Yes. I'm here to tell you that it, there was asbestos until you removed it. Yeah. But there's... Oh, come on. The plane was built in the 1930s. It's got so much asbestos, you can't even you can't even sneeze without getting some asbestos up your okay. nose. I found a book here about Nicaragua, and look at here. There are some pages with some naked booties in it, and that is definitely his hairy rat butt. Oh, my goodness. That You, you, that, you recognize Penelope's rear end in I've a book about Nicaragua? Wow. Uh, well, I want to get back to our expert. So what... what uh, I believe those are referred to as a Tijuana Bible. The Tijuana Bible that, is that a is Nicaragua correct. book? That is a legal term. Well, okay, so, Mr. Uh, Bamblin... They I are notoriously yeah. hard yeah. to throw. I, I hear what I was treasonous. Yeah, yeah. How was, how was Quinnipi treasonous? Please. I'll, I'll, I'll read part of what I can read out of the passage. Um, okay. We made sweet love under the veranda. Oh. The nuclear know, launch codes are Fortnite, and then I can't, I can't read the rest. Wait, the what I did was Fortnite? I did do that. Can you repeat that last part, Mister Bamplin? Okay, uh, we made sweet love under the veranda. Uh huh. The nuclear launch codes are Fortnite. <laughs> dot dot. I'm putting the dot 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 there. Oh, I see. Yeah, because I'm you not, you don't want to commit. Treason yeah, I'm not well. I see. Treason. So the, there are nuclear launch codes in your literature, Quinnipi. Yeah, I told you I was on a submarine. Oh, you! Well, I didn't realize it was a nuclear submarine capable of well, launching off. You know, I, I like you know you get the you get the radiators, you get the ratio. It, it improves the sexual experience. Oh, well, I, I get at least fifteen radiation when I when I have sex. It makes it feel so much more engaging. Wow, I didn't realize that had uh, such an effect on your libido. And uh, wow, oh, oh my goodness! God, yes. So, uh. All right. Well, uh, I, I understand that Quinnipi here has, has committed treason through literature. I didn't realize that was possible. But, uh, uh, Mr. Bamblin, it sounds like uh, beyond, your advice is strictly to just publish, but from uh, in international waters, to avoid the legality of the United States. Yeah. May, may I read another passage? Oh, please. Okay. Um, he, he looks so uh, vulnerable, yet strong. Uh, underneath the uh, the bed they sheet. said put your earmuffs on. Sorry, 
Um, underneath the bed sheets, uh, Drew Carey pays orphans to fight each other. <laughs> That's liable. That's libel. I can. I'm quoting at him, so like it doesn't apply to me. But that's that's libel right there. I guess it's libel if it's untrue. But it seems like this is an autobiography. True. He 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 does the worst thing to children. I mean, nothing sexual, but you know, other stuff. I choose not to believe that. I think that is slanderish. He he has he trains uh, orphans to fight uh, each other. Well, he pays them. I don't know if they pays them. Allegedly, well, allegedly, I, I according see. to the book. The book I misunderstood pays, the verb there. Yeah, I imagine wow. they would have to be trained. He pays them. Well, I guess in the very least they're paid. But I mean, uh, the orf- the fact that orphans have to fight on his behest—that's oh my goodness! That that uh, oh my goodness! That's that's very um, disheartening. Oh my goodness! Uh, uh, well, uh, you see, wow, this is the the kind of slenderish materials I do not want in my libraries. You know what, uh, Cynthia? I agree with you. I don't think that. I, I, I first I, I was thinking maybe you might be a bit close-minded uh, on uh, Quin- uh, against Quinnipi here, but I feel like for your the safety of your library uh, regarding the asbestos and the the, the stronium uh, ninety, I feel like that these books are hazardous to to everyone's health. They can't be in your library, not at all. Absolutely. Uh, I'm not. Oh wait, I'm I gotta solve. I gotta fix it. Solve it. I gotta fix it. Solve it, Mister Fix It. Well, Doctor Fix Me. I gotta solve it. Fix me. Go ahead. Well, yeah, you know. Hi. How about we just move all the books to the fiction section of the library? Then I'll be fine. Uh, that doesn't cover the threats. Oh yeah, that's true. And it doesn't cover the fact that you the the asbestos and, and yeah. the fact that you're you're printing on 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 uh, ca- uh, carcinogenic paper. Or well, then a museum maybe. A mu- which which museum? You know, Museum of Natural History. I am a work of art. Oh, all right. Well, I, I guess I, I can't argue against that, but I don't know I, how. I'm you're a lawyer. Literally... I'm not a docent. Yeah, yeah. No, none of us are a docent here. None of us are are, are curators of mu- museum. You may have to uh, look to contact your local museum in Springfield, Missouri, to see if anyone could, uh, 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 I guess, look. There at are your, no your museums wares. in Missouri. There's nothing there to no... remember oh. about Missouri. Oh, well, that's unfortunate. Oh, don't you? That's blasphemy. Hey, you talk about slander. Cynthia, you just better shut your mouth right now. Do you want me to go through a list? Because I will. Oh. Have you ever been to Branson, Missouri? Huh? Nelson Atkins, Missouri. Museum of Art. Didn't they do nothing for you? Huh? Every you know, bit all right those stories are fictitious and made up. Like bridges, museum. Museum. You don't like any of that shit? You, you ever seen a Thomas Hart Benton mural? Huh? Have you ever seen one These of those? These are all just <laughs> the rantings you know, and ravings of a lunatic like, man. If I may. If I may. Please. Go, our I may, go ahead, Doctor. Mr. Bamplin. I'm going to read yes. uh, another another passage. <laughs> If you insist, go ahead. Okay. I had never felt more vulnerable, yet more protected. And then it, it's a very detailed uh, plan to assassinate former President Ronald Reagan. Now, this was published posthumously after he oh. died, but legally, legally, it's still a threat. It's still a threat? Even though he's already dead, it's still a threat? It's still a threat. They are very... Very thorough about that. I gotta ask Quinnipi about this. Why would you go into detail about uh, uh, threatening or, or how you would exact uh, uh, an assassination against a, a president who's already passed, let, let alone any president? Why would you? Well, Be prepared is the motto of a true scout. Oh, do you consider yourself a scout? I'm an eagle, double eagle. I would like just a double like eagle. to point out that Ronald up Reagan. Oh, we have our sponsor online. Yes, yes, Miss yes, McGee. Yes, I would just like to point out that Ronald Reagan once did a movie with a monkey. 
That's oh, true. I believe he did. That's, I can verify uh, that as a lawyer. <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. Well, uh, couldn't it be? I, I, I think that maybe you would be best served if, if your books were published elsewhere. I think maybe you should consider uh, uh, maybe the international market. Have you ever tried uh, uh, selling your wares internationally? Perhaps Europe, Asia, Africa, South America, you know, other... Oh, yeah. It sells wonderfully in Germany. Oh. They just... Yeah. And not to mention uh, Australia as well. I don't want to leave them out of the uh, list. No, fuck Australia. I fucking hate Australia. Oh, I didn't realize. I don't know. It's just a giant continent of of sand and dirt. Oh. That's all it is. I ain't never going back there, and I ain't having sex there ever again. Thank you very much. Cynthia, you have your hand up. Go ahead. I do. I have a question for the lawyer, uh, Mr. Happy Babley. Um, Look. I, uh, the the book did help me in one capacity, and that was about my taxes from twenty twenty. Am I uh, um in up sheets without a cradle? Um, that's I mean that's a financial question. Uh, just look at the page. Can you please look at the page for me, please, sir? Just look at the I, page. this is actual sound advice on uh, how to file taxes. This actually um this means that part of um, Mister Jerkins. Literature can can be published in in these United States. You've just helped them out. Wait, what? What does that? What does that mean, uh, Mister uh, Quinnipi can publish his memoirs here in the United States? I mean, a portion of it that helps with taxes. It, uh, yeah. Oh, it's a little sliver that explains. Well, how about that, Quinnipi? So it looks like Cynthia here has once again uh, extended out a, a, a point to help you. Uh, not only did did your literature help her get do her taxes, but she's saying that you, you may be able to uh, pu- publish uh, a portion of your uh, memoirs here within the continental United did States. I just accidentally help Quinnipi? Quite, quite a bit, so, quite Cynthia. a bit, yes. Oh, Jason. Quinnipi, what do you have to say about this? Jason, go make uh, Granny a hot toddy. Yeah, I, 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 I don't think Cynthia was trying to help you, but it, it seemed to serve to help you anyway. How do you feel about this, Quinnipi? I'm going through a lot of mixed emotions. I'm writing down some notes for my next memory. This is going to be at least five chapters. Oh, my goodness. Uh, oh, we, do we have a hand uh, up from our, our sponsor? Please go ahead. I was. <clears throat> I just wanted to also point out to Quinnipi that another option would be to consider selling your memoirs to various uh, warlords in third world countries. They have been known to weaponize bad literature. The damage that was done by Fifty Shades of Grey in (laughs) Cairo is absolutely devastating. So... That would be oh, another option. Idea. What happened in Cairo, may I ask? Let's just say that there were a lot of people named Christian who were strangled with their own suit ties. <laughs> oh my goodness. Wow. I thought it was a, an inspiration for violence. Wow. Uh, well, could it be? It sounds like uh, uh, Barbara here has a valid point. Would you uh, w- would you consider selling your your uh, memoirs specifically in war torn nations? Uh, considering that it includes uh, the nuclear launch codes for many submarines, uh, I think it would be very valuable. Hey, how about I that? I think I will become a trader, like a fish, not a fish, like officially. 
Oh, to- I mean, you, fish. You, you, you were abbreviating officially, so O-Fish, I see, I see, I see. Yeah, O-Fish. Uh, and when you say traitor, you mean like a, a traitorous to the United States? No, I mean trade se- national secrets, back and oh, forth. A T-R-A-D-E-R. <laughs> yeah. One who trades. Oh, okay, because I was worried. If, I'm, because, I would never betray this country. Well, I think you're well, about to if you sell which, nuclear codes. Speaking of which, I have another passage. Oh, go ahead, Mr. Bamflin. Uh, First Amendment attorney. Her, thank you. Her skin was silky smooth. We meet on January 6th, <laughs> uh, 10 a.m. Marjorie Taylor Greene has all the key cards and a layout of the Capitol. So I, you might want to, I don't, if you're still you in saying, the country. Are you suggesting that the Quinnipi's literature implicates uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene on January 6th? Oh, my dear, my, my literature implicates every single politician from 1982 to 2019. <laughs> I have slept my way through Every single part of the Congress and Senate, I have made my way through the White House and had my hands on not only Ronald Reagan's doodads, but Bush, W.H., and regular W., Bill Clinton, his <laughs> wife, Obama, Barack, and oh, what's his name? What's his name? Uh, uh, Kissinger. Oh, his name <laughs> is derived from the way that he rubs up and down your thighs with his lips. It's delicious. <laughs> Henry Kissinger? You were yeah. intimate with... Oh, my goodness gracious. Wow. And, and, and He has and, hair on his lips, and it connects with the hair on my thighs, and it gave me tingle tangles in which I have never felt since, unless I was standing right next to a nuclear reactor. It sounds like you were reading from one of your memoirs there. I keep it all up here. Wow, that was... That was a bit of poetry that right there, Quinnipi. Thank you very much for sharing that. Uh, I, I I wonder, uh, I got to ask you, Quinnipi, we've heard the advice from our expert here after reading so many passages. Uh, what um, what did, How do you feel about this advice, about selling to in, in international uh, waters? I think uh, our sponsor, Barbara McGee, had a helpful advice of uh, directing you specifically towards war-torn countries. It seems like they may be your key demographic, especially regarding those secret nuclear codes. Yeah, I think... You know, frankly, all in all of the above. I might try all of it. Why not? Just throw it all at the wall, see what sticks. Hey, how about that? I, I, okay, and 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 with that, would you uh, do you think it would be okay if you if you refrain from continuing to uh, place your memoirs, your your carcinogenic memoirs, inside the local uh, library in Springfield, Missouri, and spare Cynthia the trouble of having to clean up those carpets? I presume she cleans. Oh no! I'm gonna tie my books to bricks and throw them through her windows. Oh my goodness! Um, You're gonna uh, take okay. uh, her spot. Okay. Her no, sponsor spot. I just I have to say that that is copyrighted and trademarked, and um, oh. that would that would result in a whole lot of lawsuits that you just don't even want to invite. Oh, it seems like our sponsor is threatened by your means here, uh, Quinnipi. Uh, do you think you might be able to change your methods? That's no. my intellectual oh, property. All right. well, I, I do. I do. As I please. If you read any of my books, you understand I do not care what people think. Please that do not I very much make believe. me unleash and I only... my unspeakable army of evil. But please, Quinnipi. I've I, been I, really I, bored you'll, lately. You'll fuck Speaking the unspeakable it. army? Oh, God, yeah. I slept with Ronald Reagan, honey. Oh, my goodness. 
Oh, wow. So, so, uh, I'm sorry, Barbara, but it seems like Quinnipi is unfazed by your threat here. But I, I, unfortunately, I can only fix one person, one issue at a time. And I feel like this is an issue for another episode. And it looks like we're we're running uh, uh, close to the end of our, our session here. But uh, I, I, I want to know, Quinnipi, how do you feel about everything we've discussed so far? Do you feel like we've, we uh, have achieved something new here? Like I said, I think we're closing on a chapter of one part of my life and opening on another. Wow, that's beautiful. Wow, fantastic, Quinnipi. Well, a whole I- lot of fucking. So much fucking. Oh my God, it's going to be so great. Fill up at least six books full. I'm so excited, Dr. Fix Me. You made it all happen. Wow, I'm I'm, I'm flattered, Quinnipi. Uh, well, uh, uh, I, I want to thank our, our expert here. Uh, well, oh, oh, Cynthia, you know, Cynthia, I, I, I do want to uh, warn you. I, I feel like while uh, Quinnipi may uh, no longer put his his, his uh, memoirs in your uh, library, I gotta, I, I recommend that you you board up your windows because I fear that Quinnipi may be uh, exacting ren- uh, revenge upon your domicile via books uh, tied to bricks through your window. Well, that's just silly, because I. <laughs> Oh, wait, Cynthia, are you... Oh, my goodness, for the listener, a book just threw through, flew through the window and hit Cynthia in the head. Uh, Cynthia, are you okay? Cynthia, Jason, J- is Jason there? Oh, my goodness, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. I just, oh, goodness gracious. My grandma, my grandma got hit by a book. That's pretty funny. Jason, is this Jason? Is this young Jason, uh, the grandson of Cynthia? I'm not supposed to talk to strangers. Oh, okay. Well, oh my goodness. Like, and just like that, Jason has logged off of our, our conversation. Oh my goodness. Wow. I hope Cynthia is okay. But I, I mean, in the very least, we, we, we've, we've had a breakthrough. I, I, oh God, I, I, I regret using that term, uh, with Quinnipi here. I feel like we've, we've helped him, uh, uh, f- uh figure out a, a new way to, to reach a new audience, uh, beyond the, the limits of his, the, his local library. Um, and I've, I don't think that would be possible without our expert. Thank you very much. Hap Bamplin, first amendment. Attorney for not only gracing us with those passages, but also giving effective advice to uh, help uh, Quinnipi broaden his reach. Yes, um, I wanted to say, oddly enough, Miss um, McGee is protected by the First Amendment. Forces oh. of Darkness is a religion; she doesn't have to pay taxes. Oh, so that kind of works itself out. That's fantastic. Well, and, and of course, this episode wouldn't be uh, possible without our sponsor, Barbara McGee. Uh, thank you, Barbara. Uh, and uh, if I have that correctly, your, your uh, catchphrase for all the listeners out there is, read the fucking book. Um, that's correct, except that it's pronounced, read the fucking book! Oh, thank you very much, Bar- thank uh, Barbara you McGee. thank of course, of course. And listeners out there, if you want to get a hold of Barbara McGee, you go, just simply go to Barbara McGee, spelled B-O-O-B-S, McGee, books through your window.com. Oh, and, and, and Quinnipi. Or Carrier what, Pigeon. Or Carrier Pigeon, yes, of course. Or Carrier Pigeon, just like the majority of her uh, clientele. Uh, uh, so Quinnipi Durkin, we've come a long way in this conversation, quite a journey that we've had. Uh, and and uh, is there anything that you'd like to say before we wrap things up? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, with that, I gotta say, Quinnipi Durkin, you have been fixed. This has been Dr. Fix Me. Today's episode is performed by Sean Mayer, Aaron Shore, Megan Peacock, and Hoover Wind. Dr. Fix Me theme song written and performed by Allison Miller. Enjoy the show? Let us know at drfixmeshow at gmail.com. You can follow Dr. Fix Me on Instagram at Dr. Fix Me 
and on Facebook at Dr. Fix Me Show. Watch live episodes of Dr. Fix Me on YouTube. Rate and review Dr. Fix Me on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your audio entertainment. Editing, production, direction, and Dr. Fix Me performed by yours truly, Michael Kim Lewis. Thank you for listening. Could someone give me an example of what a snoot is? Quinnipi, you're the writer. Go for it. All right, a snoot. Noun. One. Informal. A person's nose. A remark that might warrant a good smack in the snoot. That's right. Oh, two. Right the snoot. Informal. A person who shows contempt for those considered to be lower class. The snoots complain that the paper has lowered its standards. <laughs> snoot.